Hey there, thanks for tuning in to the Holistically Inclined podcast. My name is Alexandria and I am not only the host, but also a holistic nutritionist. I love holistic health and always have wanted to find ways to share my knowledge, experience, and unpopular opinions with others. There is no topic off limits here, whether it's myth busting, truth speaking, or storytelling, be prepared to hear it all. Hello everyone and uh, welcome to my very first podcast episode. This is super exciting, Um, something I've been wanting to do for a very long time but haven't really gotten around to do so I am very excited to do this and to start this. Hopefully this is something I can keep going. I'd like to keep it going. I like to talk. I kind of like that I can just like sit here and talk and chat and it's kind of like a good like therapeutic exercise you know. So yeah, basically, um, my name is Alexandria. If you don't know who I am or don't know me from my Instagram at holisticlex, then um, here's a quick little bit about me. I'm a holistic nutritionist. I've been a part of the natural health industry for about five years now, maybe a bit longer. Um, I worked in a health food store for four and a half years. Now I am a sales rep for a supplement company which I love doing. It is super fun. Um, It's great to go and just make a bunch of connections and talk to people. So that's super cool. I love doing that. Um, A little bit about how I got into natural health uh, basically started with when I developed acne when I was 16. So I really kind of jumped into it with no big idea of what I should do or how to address it like I just did a lot of blind testing I guess you could say like a lot of different um, fad diets and different supplements and different skincare routines like I tried so many things and um, that was six years ago so now fast forward to I'm now 22 and my current position with my skin is that it is clear besides the odd breakup and some acne scarring that I'm working on getting rid of it's clear it's um yeah, it's fairly clear and it's probably the best it's been since I was 16, which is really exciting for me because um, it's been a long journey. And if you're also someone who has or um, does struggle with acne, then you definitely get where I'm coming from when I say this. But yeah, that's kind of a bit of background on me and how I got into the holistic health sector of things. I also really love um, traditional holistic health. Uh, It's pretty big now and a lot more people are talking more about it, like going back to our ancestral roots, traditional ways. Um, A lot of stuff like how real food is very important and fat diets aren't really what we should be following. We should just be eating the best quality of real food that we can. And that's a really big thing about what I love about nutrition and holistic health and where my background is and um, a big part of who I am now as a person, I would say a lot of it is based on trying to always eat the best I can and to better myself, my mental health, my physical health, and just to feel good and live a good life is really what it's all about, right? Um, so yeah, that I would say is probably a quick summary. I'm not going to get too long into it because I do want to jump into this episode But that's kind of a bit of a background on me and who I am. I'm sure I'll talk about a lot more things as we go on. I love to talk about misinformation, Um, not the kind where Facebook fact checks you, uh, but the kind where 
you're being fact-checked because apparently what you believe is misinformation. So I love stuff like that. I love unpopular opinions. I love uh, quote-unquote conspiracy theories, all that fun stuff, especially when it comes to natural nutrition. I think we have a very big sector of it that is like mainstream, similar to the mainstream media. So that's super cool. I do love that. Um, but again, we'll talk about that in future episodes, of course. Uh, but yeah, I want to actually really jump into this one. I'm super excited to get into this one. So this is episode one titled the five worst pieces of advice I was given to clear my skin. And did I try any of them? All right. So, um, basically the first piece of advice I want to present to you guys that I was given in my past six years of having acne, um, to clear my skin was to use hand soap. So anyways, there's so many things I could say about this. And also this one, I did not try, um, cause I think I was far enough in my skin journey to know that this was not good advice at all. Um, so first of all, I don't really, I'm not gonna like talk about the people who gave me this advice. Um, but this one, I think came from someone who didn't fully understand natural health yet. And that acne is in fact an internal root cause. Like there's a reason that not that acne is a root cause, but there's a root cause to your acne. There's an internal reason that you are experiencing breakouts. Uh, most times it has to do with the liver or the gut, um, can even do with stress, your adrenals, your hormones, so many things like that, that just a little bit of hand soap is not gonna fix. So that was a really crazy one to me. Um, I don't, I don't know, it's just, very odd, like I feel like hand soap would dry your skin out. And I know some people say like, oh, if you have acne, you have oil, oily skin, sorry. If you have acne, you have oily skin, you need to use something that's gonna dry out like salicylic acid, blah, 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 this and that. That only makes it worse as far as I know, um, drying your skin out because it just produces more oil and then there's more sebum production and then you just get more breakouts. And also like, when you dry out a zip, it actually gets like worse because it like, like, I don't know if this is a good description, but it like peels and breaks off and then like it's an open scar. I don't know if that makes sense. If you've had acne, you plan on what I'm talking about or I don't know, maybe I'm not explaining it right, but I just can't see hand soap like drying your skin out being effective. But yeah, I thought that was a really crazy one. Um, and I think too, like this person didn't mean like, I know you can buy like regular well, not regular, but you could buy like natural soap. Um, like for example, one of the hand soaps I use is like a tallow based one. Um, and like that might be okay to wash your face with because again, it's like tallow based. So it has like the vitamin A's and, um, or the vitamin A, A's a plural, I don't know, maybe, but, um, it's more moisturizing, better for your skin, nourishing where I think like this person, when they're talking about hand soap, they probably more men like, you know, those ones that were in like your childhood doctor's office and they were like, I don't, I can't think of the brand name, but they're like the plastic soap bottles. You'd buy them from like the drugstore and on the back of the bottle, like you could see into the other side of the bottle 
And on the back of it, it had like fish and like a coral reef and it looked like an ocean. Please, someone tell me if you know what I'm talking about when I mentioned that. Um, kind of like nostalgic. I can like smell it right now thinking about it. But I think like that's the soap that they probably meant. And again, like the ingredients in that too probably aren't even ideal. They're probably not even good for your hormones or your liver. So then you're just making things worse because then you start to overburden yourself. And it's just like a whirlwind of big fat nose and oh no, not good. Yeah, so that's one that I never tried because I just find that was a, the best piece of advice. And I thankfully at the time was a little more aware of what was um, natural and better and what was a little more um, the right route to take when it came to skin and stuff. I also just found like soap in general doesn't it's not always good for your skin because you're always stripping your skin of its natural oils and you're stripping the barriers so to just use something like hand soap that who knows what's in it and it's just going to dry your skin out yeah I don't know that wasn't for me I didn't try it thank goodness I um avoided that one because yeah that could have ended up so bad for me so I'm glad that I think I was like 18 at the time when someone suggested that to me so I'm glad that 18 year old me um had a little bit of uh insight um what would we call this a little bit of discernment when it came to those things okay so advice number two this one i'm gonna first say what the advice was and i'm gonna give you a little bit of like a lowdown here a bit of a background story so <laughs> advice number two exfoliate two times a day leave it at that um Anyways, we'll get back to that there, but I'm going to give you a background story, but I'm sure if you're like me, you already know this is already absurd, but anyways, so basically background story here, uh, this, I think I was like 20 years old. So this was like two years ago and uh, Lexi, you know better, but anyways, girl, I still can't believe I did this, but I get where I was at and it was quite frustrating. I was so tired of my acne and my skin was just not clearing up. I felt like I was doing everything. I also had all these weird like food intolerances. Like I couldn't eat oats or eggs, um, dairy, gluten. So I was like in absolute shambles because I was like, I'm getting, I would get like autoimmune reactions to those and then also breakouts at the same time. So I was like just in shambles. Like I look back and oh my gosh, poor girl. Anyways, so I like just turned 20 and I was so, 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 so tired of my acne. So I went to my family doctor and asked to be put on Accutane. I know, I know, I know, I know. Terrible. I don't know why I would because I even like in my whole acne journey, I never even considered birth control. I didn't want anything to do with birth control. I was like, this is the absolute last thing I'd ever do. But for some reason, I absolutely considered Accutane. I was like, yeah, this is probably what I got to do. I should probably do this. I'm going to take this route for sure. Um, I'm fed up. And you know what? I just want it fixed. Um, the world was also in shambles at this time. So, I mean, I was like, who knows what we have in store, where the world's heading, whatever. Like, I might as well just do this and then deal with the side effects Oh, I'm yeah. Anyways, long story short, so glad I never just dealt with the side effects with that because that would have been so brutal. Um, if you 
do know Accutane's so bad for your liver. It like damages you for life. Um, that's a whole different podcast for another time though. We could totally talk about that later. But anyways, so I got to the doctor, asked me to put on Accutane. He was like, nah, girl, we're not going to do this. He's like, because it's a lot of work and it's not going to be very good for you. And I was like, wow, okay. Like for a family physician, I was like pretty... I was upset because he wouldn't put me on Accutane, but also now when I look back at it, I'm like pretty happy that he had a bit more, um, I guess of like discernment around that and more like, "Mm, we should try something else first. So he prescribed me, um, not the tactu pump, um, tactu pump. I think that's what it's called. That's usually what you're first prescribed when you go to the doctor for acne. It's like a face wash, I think, or face cream, but he prescribed me with a different sort of face cream. Um, so anyways, I went to the pharmacy, filled the prescription anyways. So I was like, whatever, I'll fill it. Maybe I'll use it. Maybe I won't. Like, I was just so like, so lost and confused and in shambles that I didn't know even what to do. So I was like, I'll just go fill it. Maybe I'll use it. Who knows? So when I went to the pharmacy to pick up that prescription, sorry, when I went to the pharmacy to pick up that prescription that I had filled, um, the pharmacist was talking to me about it and she, there was like a group of them that kind of all like formed around me when I went to go pick it up and started giving me skin advice. Um, and they're like telling me how to use the product properly. Like don't go in the sun, wash your face two times a day, use it both times you use it, blah, blah, blah. Don't use anything else. Just do this. Be careful with your pillows and your sheets because it will bleach them. I'm sure if you've tried a lot of those crazy acne products, you've heard the same things, but then But then this girl, and this is the thing like that kind of gets me is like, okay, so she had very clear skin. So either A, like that had worked for her or B, she's never had acne in her life or C, she's on something that has subsided her acne. So she might think she knows everything about skin, but in reality, she doesn't actually like, she's never actually fixed her skin. Do you know what I'm saying? Anyways, she told me to exfoliate two times a day. And so again, this was like two, not even two years ago now. So I was pretty well deep into like the crunchy natural health stuff. Also, given the fact that this was around like peak COVID and I was already like screw big pharma. So yeah, I basically was like, I don't, man, I don't even know why I was in the pharmacy. Anyways, this is just such a mess, but whatever. We were there. We did it. We lived to tell the tale. Um, Yeah. She told me to exfoliate two times a day. So I just couldn't wrap my head around like I anyways like if you know you know like exfoliating two times a day the damage that will do to your skin is insane and I was like I'm gonna break out more like I like I'm gonna have no skin left on my face after this like I don't really know how you come up with this advice like that's really crazy so Yeah, that was something where I was kind of like, this is another really terrible piece of advice someone had given me Um, to exfoliate two times a day. Yeah, I don't know. I just, that one was super crazy. And that one, I just, I still haven't gotten over that someone had suggested that. I just think that's so crazy. Um, Yeah, and I mean, if you're like someone too who kind of knows a bit about skincare, even if you are like an esthetician and you're, listen, you're not even a holistic-based esthetician. Like, I don't care what products you use, whatever, but any esthetician knows you don't exfoliate two times a day. 
I think everyone knows this. Like this might be the only person on earth that might ever think that. I don't know. That was such a crazy like piece of advice. I just couldn't believe it. I was instantly like, I'm not using this. And like if the girl who's handing me this prescription is going to tell me to exfoliate two times a day, I don't know what I'm doing here. So long story short, that was a piece of advice I was given. Um, I never used the product that they prescribed me with. I just <laughs> forgot. I think it expired underneath my kitten or my um, bathroom counter, to be honest. It was, it's gone. It's in the garbage, but yeah. And I feel bad that that's what had happened to it, but like I shouldn't have filled it in the first place. But yeah, that was probably advice piece number two that I was given in my acne journey that just doesn't make sense to me. Alrighty, here is advice number three after that crazy whirlwind of advice number two. Advice number three, I would say, is kind of like on the same level here. Um, maybe a bit more intense, maybe less intense. I don't know. I didn't really order these in the order I was given this advice. And I don't really know where I was handed this piece of advice. I think it was a family member. I don't really know. Um, we all have those family members that do that. And you're always like, oh, why? <laughs> Anyways, um... Advice number three was to use Vaseline. Man, like, <laughs> oh, the more I say them out loud, the more I'm like, I can't believe someone just suggested this. But again, if you're someone who has also been in the same position as me, you do kind of know that pretty well anyone that recommends like these really crazy suggestions hasn't had acne before. So you just kind of... Go with the flow and just accept it as is and never actually follow their advice. Um, it's just what it is. But anyways, advice number three was, yeah, use Vaseline on your face. First of all, um, I don't even know the ingredients in Vaseline. Um, I should actually look this up right now because I feel like it's probably not that good at all for you. Like I can't imagine it having the best ingredients. So similar to the hand soap thing where it's like, if you like the ingredients in it, if they're gonna mess up, yeah, okay. <laughs> I just looked them up. Um, but it's like, if you're gonna, wow. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Um, if you're gonna like mess up your hormones and your liver with these products, it's actually not gonna do anything for your acne full cycle, domino effect, nothing good happens with this. Anyways, looked up the ingredients of Vaseline. Um, Cause Vaseline's like, yeah, so it's a name brand. So given we're, so the petroleum jelly is what these people meant was um, the classic, like you can smell it. Like <laughs> if you know, you can smell it anyways. Um, so ingredients, water is the first ingredient, whatever, glycerin, whatever. Then we get into steric acid, isopropyl palmitate. Um, I think pretty well a lot of things with the palmitate um, are like borderline carcinogenic. Like I'm not gonna let, I'm gonna get canceled if I talk about stuff like this probably, but I'm, I also don't wanna like speak on this if I'm not 100% sure. But as far as I know, palmitate is not ideal. Um, we'll put it that way. 
glycol stearate, PEG 100 stearate, mineral oil, dimethicone, petrolatum, glycerol stearate, phenoxyethanol, cetyl alcohol, acetyl alcohol, methylparaben, acrylate C1030 alcohol. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not going to keep going into this. Disodium EDTA is also in mayonnaise. So anyways, um, I don't know. This is like, well, not all mayonnaise, but like the conventional ones going back to that quickly to cover my butt here. But anyways, so someone had suggested that I put that on my face. Um, I don't know. That's kind of a crazy one. I imagine that it would be so, um, oily and slick that it probably would make me break out more even then like it would probably clog your pores because this is like those ingredients your skin will not recognize where like if you use like a tallow based moisturizer or lard based moisturizer your skin like recognizes those fats where whatever is in vaseline your skin's gonna be like oh no not for me so definitely not something i would do i also think this was a trend on tiktok um i didn't have tiktok at the time but this was trending, but people had talked to me about it. I think it was called like slugging where you just rub Vaseline onto your face to clear your acne. No, no. Most things that trend on TikTok like that, you've always got a question and be like, is this really good? Um, yeah, no, I just, this was not another piece of advice. That was just not ideal. Um, no, I did not try this either. <laughs> um, I instantly was like, yeah, no, I don't think the person that's telling me this knows exactly what they are talking about. So yeah, that was not, not a good piece at all. Whew. Okay. Advice number four, this one, um, I actually think I did try this, uh, but this was quite a while ago. I think I was still in high school, but this one was wash your face three times a day. Again, Going back to this whole drying your face out, this would have done it. This would have done it for sure. Um, at the point or where I am, at, what do I want to say? At the point I'm at right now is what I want to say. At the point that I am right now, um, I don't think you should even be washing your face two times a day. Um, not even once a day. Look, this is something that I'll get into in another podcast episode. Um, but yeah, uh, I have some pretty good, um, foundation, uh, experience to believe that even once a day can be too much for your face. Uh, similar to our hair. We're not supposed to wash our hair every day. Um, so yeah, but anyways, wash your face three times a day. I don't actually know who gave me this advice? I kind of remember the time when I believed this and I did try it. So I was in high school. I think I was 17 or 18. I want to say 17. So just around, well, right at the beginning of when I started getting acne and oh, it was bad. It was cystic. It was everywhere. My forehead, my cheeks, my chin. Oh gosh. Oh, young Lexi. If, oh, if I could have helped you. Anyways, um, Wash your face three times a day. So I think this was because I went to the doctor haha, and picked up a face wash prescription. And they're like, yeah, you have to wash your face with it in the morning and then in the afternoon when you get home from school and then at night before bed. 
Uh, I think I only did this for a week because my skin was so dry that I hated it. I had like dry patches everywhere. Even if I used moisturizer, it would just dry out. It looked so bad. It was like dry red skin. And then also a bunch of acne that I couldn't control. Um, yeah, it just was not good. It just looked so inflamed and so I was struggling um, to say the least. So yeah, that was um, some crazy advice I was given. Wash your face three times a day. Yeah, that one was pretty crazy. Um, basically, yeah, now I don't even wash my face. Um, to be honest, I I haven't washed my face in um, a very long time. Like, I'll get into this again um, later more in depth, but I really like, I don't really wear makeup either anymore. Um, I just leave it and let it do its thing. And that's probably been one of the best things I could ever do for my skin. So anyways, yeah, wash your face three times a day. I don't know, that was pretty crazy advice. And I mean, some people might do this and sure, like it might seem, and I'm gonna say it like this, it might seem like it works for you. Um, but typically like in the long run, it's not gonna work. I don't know. I don't want to sound so opinionated and harsh, but I guess that's kind of why I made this podcast was because I'm like, oh, I have unpopular opinions and truth speaking and myth busting and storytelling. So here you go. I'm just going to lay it all out here for you. But yeah, I don't know. I just wash your face three times a day. I just can't see that being effective. It'd be like, like imagine washing your hair three times a day. Like your hair doesn't even have time to catch up. Like it's like, I can't even produce my own natural oils and like try to naturally heal myself or like naturally support myself because you keep washing me. Like that's what your hair would be saying. And I feel like your skin would say the same thing. So that's kind of why, yeah, I don't know. I tried that one, didn't like it, didn't work. I would never recommend it to anybody. Um, yeah, no, not good advice. So yeah, that's advice number four, tried it. Live to tell the tale, would never recommend it. All right, and here we go with advice number five. This one, um, I can't pin to a specific person that gave me this one. It was the whole mainstream natural health community. This piece of advice was go vegan. Now, this might trigger some people, this might not. Some people might be mad at me, some might not, I don't know. But just here's my experience, okay? Here's my experience. So I went vegan when I was, I think like 16, 16 and a half, halfway through my 16th year, okay? And at first when I went vegan, I um, it was intentionally to clear my skin and I would eat like, not like healthy girl vegan, but like, oh, day of cheese and all the vegan replacements for things and like nothing healthy. It was all like, I'm going to go vegan. So I'm going to cut out meat, eggs, dairy, etc. But I'm going to eat cheese that's vegan, that's loaded with a bunch of additives, gums and canola oil. Or I'm going to eat like the other vegan things and the desserts that are also loaded with a bunch of crap and pretend that what I'm eating is good for me. So anyways, yeah, that was crazy. I was vegan, I think for like six months, 
I want to say. I was also gluten-free at the time. Um, yeah, and this advice came from basically like the whole natural health community. And I think this was a point where veganism started to become very big and popular. And I saw a lot of girls on YouTube go vegan and they had clear skin and they were making all these fun recipes and had all this super cool, like super cool, like, um, cooking things that they were doing. Like, I don't know, found all these cool foods. That's kind of what I want to say. Um, fun food ideas and like dessert ideas. And it always worked out for them when they made these foods. So I was like, oh, I could totally do this. And um, I can't tell you the amount of meltdowns I had while I tried to make vegan gluten-free cookies because they wouldn't work, but that's besides the point. Um, yeah, going vegan was not the best piece of advice um, at all. In fact, it was probably one of the worst. I think it probably damaged my gut quite a bit. It was hard on my liver. Like all you're eating are like these high carb protein sources. And um, like, there's nothing wrong with carbs because I eat carbs every day, but the types that they are and how hard they are for your body to digest, like I'm going to eat a cup of chickpeas a day. Like, man, that's just a stomach ache waiting to happen. Um, that's like fart central. Like if you've had chickpeas and you can't digest them well, you know, um, it's just, yeah, sorry, gross, but it's true. And, um, it didn't clear my skin at all. I don't think it made it better. If anything, it made it worse or just kind of plateaued and stayed the same. Um, and I lost a lot of weight, which wasn't good. Like I had teachers cause like I was in high school at the time and I had teachers asking me if I was okay. Um, because I was losing so much weight and I was like, what do you mean? I'm just vegan. And then they'd be like, oh, weird. And then I slowly figured out, okay, this was not for me, but it didn't really clear my skin. I actually started to see a bit of improvement when I started eating meat again um, and then eating eggs again and uh, butter was my dairy source and I'd sometimes have cheese. However, when I did eat those stuff or those things is what I mean, bad grammar, when I did eat those things, um, it wasn't the best of quality sometimes. So I'll get into this in another podcast as well, but that was another big part of my acne journey was when I started eating meat and dairy again, I wasn't always eating good quality. So that was still contributing to like a backed up liver and inflammation and all that stuff. So all in all, um, going vegan didn't solve the root cause of my acne at all. Um, it didn't help. It didn't do anything. I don't know. I don't recommend it. Like there's, we need so many of those nutrients that come from meats and organ meats and dairy and eggs. Like they have all of those bioavailable nutrients that our body recognizes to absorb, to heal our skin, to fix our skin, to see improvement in all aspects. So I just, yeah, it was not a good piece of advice. I followed it for six months and it didn't work for me. Um, I didn't like it. I missed meat so much. So I was still happy when I ate meat again, but yeah, don't go vegan. So um, that is episode one of the Holistically Inclined podcast. Uh, basically kind of how I want to round this up here and say just, look, if you've done these things and they have worked for you, that is good. I'm not going to try to tell you not to do them. If you want to do them, do them. Again, I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just here more to share my unpopular opinions and my truth speaking um, but again, we all have different truths and opinions. And in this day and age, we're all allowed to have our own voice, 
I'm not gonna tell anyone what to do or say because that's not how I think we should run this place anyways. Um, yeah, so basically that was the first episode. I hope that you enjoyed listening to me talk. Some people don't. Um, if you know me, you know I talk a lot, but I love, actually love sitting down and doing this and going over all this and talking about this stuff. Um, I'm super passionate about holistic health, of course, and the stuff means a lot to me. So it's really nice to just sit down and like debrief this with um, a computer. <laughs> like obviously people will hear it, but I don't know. It's like talking to yourself, but it's cool. Anyways, so that was the first episode. Um, I Yeah, if you want to get in contact with me, if you want to suggest some topics, discuss some of these topics I talked about in this episode, um, if you want to learn more, if you want to just see what I'm up to in my daily life, um, you can reach me on Instagram at holisticlex, that's H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-L-E-X, or you can shoot me, um, an email would work too, um, that is alexandria.floriana at gmail.com, I will put that in um like the podcast description because i'm not gonna spell that out that's gonna be a long one you can also find me at www.holisticlex.com that's my website i have everything on there there's a contact page on there about me all that fun stuff but yeah um follow me on instagram say hello um tell me if you want to know anything else about like these suggestions if you maybe want me to talk more about these things i can go into depth a bit more like of course i could talk forever um but let me know if you have any other podcast suggestions uh what more you guys want to hear from me because i'm very much enjoying this and would love to talk to you more so yeah let me know what you think I just want to say thank you for tuning in. It means so much to me. Um, yeah, and hopefully you'll hear from me again soon. I'm going to try to be consistent with these uploads and stuff because this is fun and I enjoy it. And as long as you guys enjoy it, I'll keep doing it. So yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for turning in, turning in, tuning in <laughs> to the first podcast um, episode. And yeah, this has been the Holistically Inclined Podcast, Episode 1, brought to you by Alexandria. <laughs>